0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Compassionate, caring, and cuddly.
1: This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: Follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. If you check the tweets, you'll see that Michelle Rempel got quite a few mentions as uh, prime ministerial potential for this country. We're talking about that the last segment. And Trudeau versus Scheer coming up later. Dr. Patrick Moore is the author of Confessions of a Greenpeace Dropout. He's the um, sensible environmentalist at ecosense.me, co-founder of Greenpeace, of course, and his latest paper is The Positive Role of Human Emissions of CO2. New York City has announced that it will launch a multi billion dollar lawsuit against major oil companies BP Chevron, ConocoPhillips, ExxonMobil, and Royal Dutch Shell, following San Francisco and Oakland. They started that some months ago. Patrick, it's great to have you back on the program. It's been a while. What do you suppose they're doing is why is New York following in the footsteps or the footprint of San Francisco and Oakland? What's going on?
1: Well, it, Roy, it's just politics and show, show, showboating. Um, they're just trying to get attention, I guess. I don't know what they thought Exxon was supposed to have known that they didn't tell anybody because nothing's happened yet. I mean, we, we, are, we are in a slightly warming trend over the last 300 years. The little ice age The depths of it were around 1700, and by around 1800, it had warmed up enough to start melting the ice sheets and to start a sea level rise, which has been going on since then. But anybody can look on the internet, for example, at the battery in New York City, and they can see that there has been absolutely no change in the rate of sea level rise since 1850. Now, that didn't have anything to do with fossil fuels. It's just that it's a warming trend, and it's probably nearly 100% naturally caused. And this is where it's time for us to shake our heads and realize that even though maybe people worried when they first started studying this about CO2 and warming, that it was going to be a problem, what we find now is actually the main effect of more CO2 is the greening of the earth. The deserts are greening. Trees are growing faster. Crops are in record abundance all around the world. And it's largely because we inadvertently have brought a balance back to the global carbon cycle where CO2 had been declining for 150 million years on a rather steady downward trend and the reasons for that are complicated but it's mostly because more CO2 more, more carbon is going into marine sediments than is going back into the atmosphere again and so the atmosphere has gradually been depleted to where during the height of the last glaciation, 18,000 years ago, it fell to 180 parts per million, which is only 30 parts per million above the death of plants. So we have to completely change our attitude about CO2. It is the basis of all life on Earth. That's where the carbon comes from in carbon-based life, from CO2 in the atmosphere and in the oceans. And it's good to have more of it, not bad.
0: Do you get the feeling that the climate change or the uh, anti-CO2 argument or the AGW argument is starting to falter somewhat? And if it is, does this lead to the kinds of lawsuits that we're talking
1: about? Well, I, I, I guess you could call it an act of desperation, of political desperation, I don't know, or not wanting to lose face because you were wrong. But the fact of the matter is, is it is not proven out. We are not in a catastrophic climate. And all they can talk about now is every hurricane, and they even blame the cold weather in the, in the east on global warming. Yeah, TDC. that's kind of that's it, it, that's a bit it, of a reach, isn't it? <laughs> it? It's just become completely preposterous. Uh, there's no way that four molecules of CO2 out of 10,000 other air molecules around it can cause the earth to fry. It, it doesn't make sense in physics at all. Even the extreme case, if CO2 was able to exert its entire influence would be less than 1 degree Celsius in doubling CO2. And it ha- we haven't doubled it. We've only increased it by 40%. So a, a, a 1 degree Celsius increase in global temperature would be a good thing. We've been cooling now ever since the, the Holocene Thermal Optimum, which peaked around eight 9,000 years ago when we came out of the last glaciation. And every warm period since then, the Minoan Warm Period, the Roman Warm Period, the Medieval Warm Period has been warmer than this warm period, at least warmer than it is so far. It may still get a little warmer during this warming trend, which has been going on for 300 years and could be expected to go for four or 500 years and maybe get another degree or two warmer. But there's nothing p- negative about that. To suggest, as they do in the Paris Accord, that 1.5 to 2 degrees Celsius increase in global temperature is going to cause a catastrophe and an apocalypse is completely ludicrous. It was 10 to 15 degrees warmer 50 million years ago, and everything alive on Earth today came through that or it wouldn't be here. So there's no way that that kind of temperature change is going to have any negative effect. It will only have a positive effect.
0: So in about 45 seconds we have left, and I want to spend more time with you on this in a, on a, on a future program, not too far down the road. In the 45 seconds or so we have left, did, is there a, a, a shift among climate scientists who may have been supporting the AGW argument to more seeing things along the perspective you just, you just explained to us?
1: Well, a lot of people who uh, were sort of bought into the catastrophic human-caused global warming have become what are known as lukewarmers. In other words, they agree that it's warming, they agree that the warming may be at least partly caused by humans, but they don't agree that it's catastrophic. And so that—that's that. those are the lukewarmers. I myself, I do not actually see any solid evidence that CO2 is responsible for any of the warming that has occurred during this modern warm period. If someone shows me the evidence, I'll be glad to take a look at it, but right. I don't see any... If, it, if there was real solid evidence, they would write it down on a piece of paper so we could read it. But okay. They have not done that. They just make generalities and talk about extreme weather and all over the map, but they don't actually say how they can prove that CO2 is causing warming.
0: All right. Dr. Patrick Moore, thank you very much for the time. The sensible environmental environmentalist, ecosense.me, co-founder of Greenpeace. His latest paper is The Positive Role of Human Emissions of CO2. And the book is Confessions of a Greenpeace Dropout. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks a lot on Amazon.com. On Amazon.com. We'll come back and tell you about the next hour in just a minute.